Hello and welcome to Movie Theater Time Machine, the show where we keep things real to real and everything is just not as it seems sometimes, but that's okay. Uh, today we go through the classic 1952 number 5 on AFI's Top 100 list, 1952 Singing in the Rain, starring Gene Kelly, Donald O'Connor, and Debbie Reynolds, just to name a few. Uh, my name is Nick. I'm Kev. I'm Dan. I'm Josh. Oh, this one, I, I, I can just say like right off the rip, like I actually walked into it. I know we did this one years back, yeah. but I kind of expected I was not going to like it. Really? Yeah, to a degree. I didn't, I don't know, maybe it was my mindset at the time. Because mm. I had an, uh, an old friend of mine who uh, unfortunately I lost contact with who asked to be on the show. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm like, that's a thing, that's fine. And I don't know if I, in my mindset, I didn't give much thought to it the first time, but this time I'm like, Okay, this was more interesting, and I laughed like hell through a lot of it. Yeah, I did too. I yeah. liked it better the second time. Yeah. Also, See, I admit I knew next to nothing about the movie aside from that the one scene of him, of Gene Kelly not truly understanding how an umbrella works. <laughs> <laughs> so I expected it to be much cheesier and cornier mm. than it was. I knew it was a movie in a movie. Yeah. See, so, I, didn't, I didn't even know that. Yeah, I yeah. knew it was a movie in a movie. Um, yeah. That that was the extent of my knowledge in it. <clears throat> yeah, this was yeah a movie. Uh, you know, how would you put it? An old movie that was about making old oh, movies. That oh was, God. Yeah. Um, uh, full disclosure: I was inebriated, so my viewing experience was a little different. Yeah. So I noticed stuff I might not normally notice. And there was um, at least one moment where you pulled the uh, you pulled the Leonardo DiCaprio. I was like, oh, oh, it's that scene. He's doing the thing. I said, yes, yes. <laughs> DiCaprio with the beer can and the he, pointing, and I just kept yeah. screaming. He's doing the thing. Well, your your um your uh hold on your what are your things that you pointed out? Oh yeah, out? The, that that Gene Kelly is a combination of of yeah. uh, uh, uh uh hang on, it's in here. Yeah, so. yeah. Okay, he sounds. <laughs> Kind of like Yakko Warner doing a subdued dramatic role. Yeah. yeah. That, yes. He looks like a cross between uh, Jason Gordon-Levitt and Dick Van Dyke. Uh, uh, yeah, it's definitely a Dick Van Dyke. You know, oh, what the hell is it? Yeah. Jason. It's not Jason. It's Jason. Um, Jason Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Gordon. Joseph oh, Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I looked at it, I was like, son of a bitch, she's right. Yeah. I'm just I, like... Tommy Solomon and time travel. Really, it really, he really does. Like, I actually was really looking at him going, son of a bitch, he really does look like that. In the, t- in the time, oh, I was going to see time travel, why? Uh, <laughs> shit. It's on, it's on the brain. It's the, Residuals have that effect. The, the dancing and the singing, it, it just, I really, really wanted to imagine Dick Van Dyke in there. Yeah. And you really gave me an idea for, like, fantasy casting. Yeah. So I did appreciate it because of something that popped up because of, of something that I've seen. Yeah, so, I don't want to puke out all my fantasy no. casting right now, but oh, I can't. <clears throat> I just guess the, the thing that bugged me is, like, so they walk around... Generally, all day in tap shoes. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they're yeah, well, they're just ready to go. And well, has have any of you actually ever worn tap shoes? No, no. they're fucking uncomfortable. Yeah. Let me just put it out there they're, because I took five years of tap. So, yeah, so you were saying really? like basically yes. bowling shoes with metal. They're on. basically bowling shoes with metal bits at the front and back. Ooh. So they are extremely uncomfortable to wear. Yeah, yeah wow. um, And Debbie Debbie Reynolds were much much worse because she had heels. Oh, yeah. God. So yeah. So the extent of 
and reading some of the trivia that Dan read, like yeah. her feet at the end of this were were horrifying. She yeah. she burst blood vessels in her ankles, like she yeah, had to like, be carried off set. Ooh. So after, yeah, after, so uh, was it Good Morning? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She um, had to be carried off set. Okay, I remember what you were talking about. It was the um, okay. It's an old timey movie about making old timey movies because it's set in the twenties. Yeah, and then yep. they're making a movie about what the. 18th century right. France. So it's even yep. worse. Yeah. So it's like it, the further you, the more meta you go, the further back in time. Yes, you go. Yeah. it movie, keeps going even further and further. Movieception. Yeah. Yeah. Until it goes back around, but I don't know. If, and know, then the top falls the over. <laughs> and then she starts talking about the hair, and I'm going, "Oh my god, can you imagine?" This hair is so heavy. Who would wear stuff like? Well, they're all idiots. <laughs> they all wear their tin bay. Or they're all dopes. Or yeah. like, I don't. Know, I can't remember dopes. the wording she yeah, used. Yeah, she kept using dope. They're all dopes. And her voice. I I felt bad for the actress because mm. that's not her voice. No, it's not, not even remotely. <laughs> no, no, it's uh, you know. I could tell you what I think she sounded yeah. like, but I, again, that's gonna, isn't that going to spoil my. Casting. Well, the th- see, the thing is, her like her actual voice yeah. is much is like deeper and richer than yeah. the shriek that she put on there. Yeah. So it was actually kind of funny during one of the scenes where Debbie uh, Reynolds, where Debbie singing. Reynolds is dubbing over her singing, but it's not Debbie Reynolds' voice that's being dubbed into the into the <laughs> overarching right. movie proper. It's actually. The original actress's yeah. singing voice. Yeah, it's Gene oh, Hagen's Gene real Hagen. voice. There we go. Yeah. It's her real she, voice yeah. being dubbed over... Debbie Reynolds. Debbie Reynolds, who is dubbing over the, ac- it's, the, the character. It's, it's layers yeah. of this movie, levels. man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, if you think too hard about it, there'll be an aneurysm. Uh, and there, there is one it's like, scene... like, oh, I've gone cross-eyed. Yeah. <laughs> there is one scene when we get to it that I thought of, and it's like the early days of podcasting. It actually made me think of the two of you. Oh, God. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's... Um, yeah. Well, I'll give you one hint of it. We could share a microphone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, okay. it's just still, when we get to it, it made me think of the both of you. I'm like, okay, that, 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 that just It's like we could works. share a mic, headbutt each other to get to the microphone. Yeah. Yeah. That, that just, it, when, it, when we get to it, yeah. you probably know which one it is. But uh, I have an idea. Yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> but this is your, I wonder if this, this can't possibly have originated this classic because yeah. it's the old oh the silent films are transitioning to talkies but one of them has a terrible voice so well there's there's actually a, from what I read in some of the trivia uh, it something like this actually happened oh yeah true mm. um, it actually Definitely. killed a couple of people's careers yeah I, I'm just reminded of um, not by voices though, by actually some of the the terrible script writing. Yeah. Ah. Well, yeah. Let's well, I'm just reminded of uh, some of the trivia from when we uh, when we did All Quiet on the Western Front. Yeah. The soldier that's in the crater with the main guy. Yeah, it was one of those. Was, was a, a silent film actor yeah. right, whose right, right. voice just did not work in yeah. talkies, and this that was like his last role. Yeah. Well, there's a there's a lot of big name people in the silent film, like you know, like Harold Lloyd really struggled for a while. Buster Keaton did. Yeah. Charlie Chaplin really is the only one that really did okay out of the main three, um, because he did. Uh, they did the general, um, not the general. The, yeah, yeah, not the uh, the general, the uh, the the great dictator. Mm. 
But when he did the dictator beforehand, it still kept still kept everything up. Um, but the uh, but Buster really had a problem, and uh, there were a lot of people that really didn't didn't. And I think he had a resurgence in like the sixties or something. Well, he had a resurgence slightly in the sixties, but also the fact is is that he. Um, he thought he was one of those people that thought TV was stupid. Oh man! Now I just had a flashback to he was one of those the pathetic people in the um, uh, Sunset Boulevard at the card table. Yes, he was. Up yes, he was. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's where you're just taking really yeah, relatively any role just to keep up. Then I think of him in the Twilight Zone and I yeah. cheer up because that's yeah. yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Oh, kind of, yeah. Oh, Buster Keaton, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, he was the one, uh, yeah, Buster Keaton and uh, Harold Lloyd thought that TV was stupid, and a lot of silent film stars thought that TV was really dumb, even though that was, like, their chance to come back. Well, I'm I, trying to remember yeah. from, from our beach uh, beach party movie month, yeah. uh, Boom Boom Juice. Yeah. The Witch Doctor, <laughs> oh, God, was that? Right? Yeah. Was that Buster Keaton? That, that was, was Buster Keaton. Keaton. All right, yeah. I thought so. Yeah. I thought so. Yeah. Yep. Torpedo juice. And I just Torpedo keep juice, thinking. Yeah. I just keep thinking of the looks he kept giving to the camera, and I just yep. giggle every time I think about it. <laughs> well, his last movie was uh, on the way to something. Something on the way to the forum. I heard it on the way to the something like that. Some, uh, a, a strange thing happened on the way to the yeah, forum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Something like Is that that. His last one? I have no idea. I think it was. <clears throat> I saw half of that. <clears throat> Yeah, so this one involves a lot with the silent films, but it does center around Don Lockwood, uh, played by Gene Kelly, who's the popular hoofer and stuntman who makes his way into being a great star through monumental pictures, and is with a leading lady, Lena Lamont, who uh, Lena convinced, uh, is convinced they're desperately in love, but Don really sees otherwise, and... I mean, let, let, let's face it, Cosmo is his one true love. Yeah. <laughs> that is the one true pairing in this movie. Yeah. It is, we, it's yeah. true, honestly. We grew up. We were kids together. We worked together. Yeah, yeah they yeah they were. His eyes were kind of creepy. Mm. Cosmo, his eyes were too pale and blue. I like, love... Okay, here's the deal. We were, talking about we were talking about this throughout the entire movie. Um, I have come to the conclusion that I have a type. <laughs> I do. I have a type. It's terrible. I understand this. I have come to grips with the fact that I have this type. And it my type is very much Apparently. the exact opposite of myself. So, I so have dark hair and dark eyes, so I I have a tendency my eyes follow anybody who is blue eyed and blonde haired, which is why I like Grace, uh, Grace Kelly so much. So, I think. Yeah, so your tastes uh, run too thoroughly my taste, Aryan. My, yeah, my, my tastes have a tendency to run with anybody. So my eyes followed Cosmo throughout the entire movie. So it was like brown red. Yeah, but, but it's it was still, still lighter still, than mine. Yeah. And it was it was lighter than, than Gene Kelly's. Than Kelly's. He, he wasn't necessarily like a blonde per yeah. se, but he was lighter haired and lighter and eyes. And his eyes, my eyes kept following him throughout the entire movie. Mm. I was just kind of, okay, this movie, um, while I was high, it was kind of creepy and uncanny valley. And one of the things about that was when Gene Kelly would look at you and start talking at you or look at the mm -hmm. camera and it's like, Stop it! Every time he showed up, my eyes went directly to his. He's got a scar. Yeah, I was yeah. Like, and I kept that? looking at the scar, and I, I kept... had to go back and look for that. And really. I was also like, "Oh my god, yes, you can I see the too. makeup on his face? Yes, making the color. It's look the flat. HD. The HD yeah. definitely like hooked onto the yeah. That like, does can feel I see like, yeah. the makeup on? 
Valley? Yep. Oh, yep. oh my god. And that's that makes him even look more uncanny. It's Valley. very uncanny valley. Um I so I agree moves, with you there. When the dancing is yeah. just, oh man. He's he's moving much too fast for the frame. Yeah. Yes, it's like Okay, a standard movie is like what twenty four frames per second. Yes. Twenty four to thirty. So uh, I'm thinking, yeah. man, he's getting at least sixty frame FPS. Yes. <laughs> like a it's gamer like wouldn't when, bitch about It's like that. when this thing's no. when this thing's moving in such a smooth way that you're like, that doesn't even feel right. It's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like those few moments when you're playing a game and it gets like 120 frames per second, it's like my eyes can't even follow this shit. Well, the thing is, at the very very beginning when you're watching the two of them dance doing like the vaudeville and everything yeah. like that. Like, I'm sitting back and I'm enjoying the hell out of that because yeah. I love Vaudeville. So I'm like, yeah. all right, this is great. Yeah. They're, they're in sync. Everything's good. Glad makes yeah. them start blurring. Yes. And yeah. When, and yeah. But I've, I'm still enjoying the, the sequence and I'm enjoying the dancing. And, you know, they're getting pulled the, the off. The yo-yo violin was kind the of The yo-yo violin was yeah. great. The two of them, and, you know, jumping on top of each other. <laughs> things like that. I'm enjoying the hell out of that. And it was during that whole sequence I realized, no, that's the one true parent. <laughs> <laughs> they're and, both confirmed bachelors. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been more funny if they lived in the same house. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I'm watching the two of them, and I'm, I'm watching the crowd boo them. And yeah. I'm like, what the fuck are, is wrong with you people? Oh. Like, like, this was are great. You, are you not entertained? Right, I would have been back going, this is fantastic. What the hell is wrong with you? And, yeah, I, and I'm just going, these people don't know talent. No, I, <laughs> I was just trying not to freak out or something. I, I, I agree with both of you. I mean, there the plaid did kind of blend a yes, bit. Yes, the plaid but was it's just a bit like, but, but it, the, it is the, the HD. When they get like a, yeah, when they yeah. kind of cross in front of each other and they're basically the same being for a second, I'm like, oh, it's Cthulhu. No, wait, no, we're good. We're humans again. Yeah, no, they needed better yeah. costumes. So yeah. Blue Plaid shows up like not the same Blue Plaid. Does it count as plaid if it's like just a grid? I think so. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty yeah, sure it's it still technically Later plaid. On, I'm like, because it's. What's with you in Blue? That's it plaid. Plaid. It's plaid and not tartan yeah. at that yeah. point. Yeah, 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 yeah. It went to plaid. <laughs> but yeah, there, there's, I think yeah. that's supposed to be the 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 style of the era, though, yeah. is very much... Oh, yeah. And yeah. the straw hats oh, yeah. and the plaid and all and that. And the fact yeah. that they're, like, they're um, clam diggers. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. This, clam diggers. Clam diggers, uh, this, the pants? style of pants. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's like... They're high water pants. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you can dig and yeah. dig things up easy. And holy shit, the other thing that adds to this myriad pile of uncanny valley-ness is how everybody emotes and moves like cartoon characters. Oh, I think yeah. that's also supposed to be part of the fact that they're all supposed to be the, yeah. silent actors. The, the yeah. si- silent so they're playing be, that up very much. You had to be way more big you had to in emotions. emotions. Yeah. 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 And, you're, and I assume that would kind of carry over into real life. Think, think Zoidberg's uncle. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, be, be, be bigger. Somebody throw a pie. <laughs> yeah, that is amazing. Wait, what? Why? So that definitely would play out into real life, yeah. especially if you've been acting this way for a long yeah. time, and it's obvious that they've made a lot of pictures together. Yeah. It's like, so I mean, it's, have, it's playing off into their real life. Have, have, you ever, ha, see, have you ever known somebody who does like stage plays like regularly? Yeah. <clears throat> ben. They tend to be they, they tend to be loud. Yeah. Love you, Ben. I love you, yeah. Ben. Yes. <laughs> hey, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, you're all definitely right. I mean yeah, it's like yeah. most of the time yeah. Ben is, is projecting to the cheap seats. Yeah. And it's like, you know what? I get it. Yeah. You you are on stage. Yeah. I understand. Yeah, I. No, I now you have only one volume. 
You know what? There's, but it's the exact opposite too. If you grew up in a household where you've been told a lot that you're loud and you need to keep the volume down, and Mm -hmm. I have this problem myself. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a tendency to talk really low. Yeah. Yeah. So I and I've been told many times to speak up. Yeah. It's like honey volume. Yeah. So I I have the problem where I have a tendency to start talking really low and you can't hear me. And yeah, I ended up both ways. It's annoying. Because yeah. <laughs> Grandma and Grandpa's house, we go there every Saturday. You can't get a word in edgewise unless you shout. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. I get told, oh, I'm talking too loud. And so now, yeah. Oh, yeah. When, I, when I'm talking to my mom, my mom is half deaf. Even yeah. with her hearing aids in, she's still kind of half yeah. deaf. So you can say stuff under your breath and she's not going to catch it unless she's looking right at you. Yeah. Because she reads, she reads with most of the time. Yeah. Uh, and then, I, like, I'll do that. When I'm at my parents' house, then if, if I'm alone with my dad and I say something under my breath, he'll be like, "Yeah, right." <laughs> like, oh yeah, shit. It's uh, true. Uh, you can you can hear me, okay? <laughs> Your dad also doesn't care if you swear in front of him. That so. too. Fuckity fuck fuck fuck. Just a word, Mister Garrison. I I agree with you all. I mean, there's some. Um, I think animators should like yeah. practice drawing them. Yeah, I think there's there's a lot of this that is like a lot of this reminded me of a lot of Looney Tunes. I mean, we even oh, found gosh. like we found a parody song of um, from, oh that Animaniacs. Yeah. Yeah, from Animaniacs. So like, please, yeah. please tell me that they've put Yakko in a parody yeah. of this because I can't yeah. stop hearing Yakko. Yeah, so it's, and it was a Warner Brothers movie, so yeah. it makes sense. Yeah, but the thing they did was the was the three Warners of singing a parody called "Slipping on the Ice." Yeah, okay. Yeah, so not quite. And there have there have been it, time where the times where they did it. There was a, an episode where they're at a big award banquet, and you see people like Jack Nicholson. Uh, you see Debbie Reynolds somewhere, and I think yeah. somewhere you see uh, Donald O'Connor hanging around. Really? You know, and how there's uh, Donald O'Connor uh, from the movie. Co- uh, yeah. Cosmo. Cosmo. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Cre- the creepy blue-eyed man. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's... I don't want to give away a lot of my own fantasy casting, but who I have for Don Lockwood really makes a lot of sense. But, Is it a cheap pun? Well, No. Mm, but the uh, no, oh wait no yeah no, you know which one it is but the uh, but the uh, movie begins with their latest film of the uh, Lockwood and Lamont uh, duo the Royal Rascal uh, Don is outside and everybody's gathering in the premiere of the crowd and <laughs> where well, you seen he's, one you seen them all the, but, the premiere of the movie and the crowd's all excited and you see the great stars come in for the movie premiere and then everybody's Stands up for Cosmo and then ah, oh. <laughs> and the first time he pops He's up, Cosmo's like, friend. He jumps up, ah, confirmed bachelor. Yeah, <laughs> and I love the line he had later. It's like, He's man, this, best friend. Yeah, I lo- love it. The little bit later, it's like, man, this car hasn't given me trouble in the last six hours. <laughs> Oh, he had very much like a Larry Fine type thing. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like one of my favorite jokes from the Three Stooges is uh, from where they did the, uh, I forgot the name of the play, but where they basically, um, they did a uh, two rich men make a bet on them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they said, you know, one of the professors goes up to Larry but Fine. My Fair Lady? My Fair Lady, thank you. You know, so the two rich men make a bet to see who could change them, who could make them more sophisticated. <laughs> she and, all that. Yeah. For real. Yeah. And, um, you know, the professor goes up to Larry and he says, if I give you a dollar and your father gives you a dollar, 
how much money do you have? One dollar? You don't know your arithmetic. Well, you don't know my father. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's still like... <laughs> your father gives you a dollar? Well, there's where you went wrong. <laughs> yeah. And it's still, it's that same fire, fire that he has. And there is, um, we get to it a little later, there's actually a, um, I want to post this on our Facebook page. But I found a uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt opening where he did the make him laugh scene. Uh-huh. Like bit for bit, exactly the same, and I'm like, that's that would be amazing. Yeah, the, like the most trivia I could find yeah. from this was from the make him laugh yeah. like scene. So when yeah. we get to it, I'm just gonna go Fire into it. I've heard man. that parody yeah. before. Okay, yeah. that, that entire like song and dance number. Yeah, they which did is that, funny as hell. They did that over the course of like like a day. Yeah, that was like a one shoot thing. Yeah. Oh, is that when but, he runs up the wall? Yeah. He runs up the wall a yeah, couple of times and he runs wall. through the wall. Yeah. And he's like on the floor running around in circles doing uh, like the Homer thing. Yeah. Which was like a curly thing. Which yeah. is a curly thing, which is, oh God, Inception. Uh, yeah. Again. Yeah. But, um, it just gives me a thinking about it. They did that all in one day, yeah. but they didn't check the cameras. The aperture wasn't right and the enti- all of the footage was fogged over. So they had to do it again. Oh. However, the first time he did it, it put him in the hospital for a week. Oh, my oh, God. Because that man smoked four packs of cigarettes a day. Oh, yeah. He, he, ended up, <laughs> he ended up in the hospital for a week with exhaustion and severe rug burns. Yeah. Oh. Because oh. that rug was very, very thin very and thin. on top it, of you concrete. Could, you could see it, actually, yeah, if you, you can. watch it. Yeah. Because that was the first thing I noticed was... Jesus Christ, that that rug is thin. Yeah. I don't know why I notice these things. <laughs> so it's, it's after just, that whole scene, the way my brain works is very odd, and oh. I pick up very weird details yeah. about things. After that whole thing, he's hospitalized for a week. He comes back, and Gene Kelly goes, "Can you do it again?" <laughs> and Gene and Kelly he, is an asshole, and he's yeah. just so like, he, "Sure, boss." Yeah. And he like he, like, he made their a, lives miserable. Yeah, Gene Kelly was movie. a fucking. Tyrant during this movie. Really? Yeah, he, he, he like made enemies out of both Debbie Reynolds yeah. and uh, Donald um, Donald O'Connor. Donald O'Connor. He made enemies of both like of year, them. Years wow. later, years later, Gene Kelly apologized for being such an asshole on set. But when he was on set, he was a perfectionist tyrant asshole. They were both. They were both so afraid of him. Because of how much he he like tormented them. On, he would on like set. Beli- he would yeah. belittle people on set if they oh, messed up. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just. Gene yeah. Kelly does, is not the nice guy his character comes off yeah. as. Why the fuck does anyone think that's a legit boss style? No, because that's... Um, that was a Kubrick thing, too. No, that's what... Uh, this is the one that inspired Tommy Wiseau when he wrote The Room. <laughs> really? Because Cosmo just gave me a real Denny vibe. Yeah. The <laughs> 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 weird third wheel guy. Oh, oh hi, Mark. <laughs> You're really great. Can I kiss you? <laughs> what? Oh no. Danny, I think I'm gonna go take a nap. Yeah, if There's anyone a... out there is ever gonna be a boss of people, yeah, don't, don't be a that. dick. Don't be a dick, yeah. Being a nice boss yeah. is the best boss. Yeah. Uh, funny, th- funny thing with the room, a fairly recent yeah. uh, issue, I don't know how recent, but a re- fairly recent issue of Captain Marvel mm. features a scene where the character Captain Marvel asks for a copy of uh, Room. Yeah. Starring Brie Larson. Yeah. Uh, oh, and that someone, room. Yeah. Oh, and, that room. And someone oh, gives her a copy. Netflix guys. And someone gives her a copy of the room. <laughs> and she's nice. just standing there going, "You guys know he's an alien, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, he's a wanted criminal. The Guardians have been looking for him for years." <laughs> oh no! Watch the men in black. Yep. 
<laughs> okay, Room and The Room, two different movies. Yeah. Room you can see on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, room is fucked up. Just saying. Yeah. In a different way? Yeah, uh, yeah big time. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, anybody who knows who uh, J.C. Duggard is, if no. you don't, look her up. I just find Fucked it, up story, guys. I just, just find it just, funny that Captain Marvel wanted a copy of a Brie Larson movie. That's adorable, just, yeah. but actually. But. Yeah, I... Yeah, although The Room, we did review years and years ago, and that still left a wrinkle in my brain. Wait, wrinkles in your brain's a good thing. Yeah. So it stretched it out? Oh, Not it? really. No, that, that, yeah. movie, that movie yeah. will smooth brain you. Just yeah. He'll <laughs> iron your brain. Yeah. It's like you walk away from it going, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. I have also seen The Room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... I'm just going to be yeah. that way. Although, yeah, we had to... Yeah, we had to reach out to get a copy through theroom.com, and I received an email from Johnny at theroom.com. Oh, Lord. Who is fucking Tommy Wiseau. Let's just be real. How do you know? Yeah, because the way, because the, the verbatim is, thank you for reviewing my movie film. Oh, this is wonderful, movie huh? Film? <laughs> this is wonderful. <laughs> I, will do, I will send you my copy now. And I'm like, um, okay. And then there was specific things we could not talk about, which we did anyway. And nobody oh, said no. anything, so fuck it. Hell, I don't know. I didn't really care. Or anyway, so it's still protected under fair use. No, you're lost, kids. All right, so this one, back at the very beginning of the movie, we have the is, premiere of it. When is the part where he starts talking at the camera? Yeah, this right now. Okay. Well, what did you so God, what, his yeah. teeth are so freakishly yeah. scary yeah. white. They are. He looks yeah. like a weird android i don't know I, and i was i was like the, with the teeth he's doing i'm watching the whole thing and i'm getting tom cruise vibes i'm following the line of his face and maybe his nose is a little crooked or his teeth aren't quite as perfect as like oh i can follow the nose and down the one tooth oh god center tooth oh no <laughs> uh, where he gives the flashback talks about how he got into the business and he talks about his motto dignity always dignity. oh dignity 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 yeah. dignity yeah. Diction, uh, diction, diction. Yeah. Yeah. And I started laughing when he said diction because yeah. I'm 12. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's alongside his best friend Cosmo Brown, and then they talk about everything in the past, how he became uh, became a side hoofer, a stuntman, and walks through everything, how he met Lena Lamont. How he was a um, he was working on the set and then became then just joined in when somebody wouldn't do a Pratt Falls. He says, I'll do it for you. Got any more chores you need? Um, and then and he heads off from the premiere. But you notice Lena is not talking yet. Nope. Which this is. A I laughed great like one. that because yeah. I was like, when is she going to start talking? And then mm. I'm like, oh God, what the what does her voice sound like? Mm. Oh, like everyone is openly stopping her yeah. from yeah. talking. It's yeah. like, oh, oh. Yeah, with uh, with uh, Don jumping in front every time. Oh, don't worry, ladies and gentlemen, it'd be great. Oh, we'll, we're not going to talk it like most stars. We're loud and not that comfortable talking in front of crowds, so we're going to go ahead and head off anyway. No, you're not. <laughs> no, no, no. No, some may be, some may not be, but most part, no. So, uh, after the premiere of the movie, he runs into a bunch of different fans, and they're heading home, but Cosmo's car breaks down. That's oh, he's got one of the Monopoly cars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The cars in this movie the were beautiful. Penis-shaped yes, car. <laughs> they were beautiful cars, though. 
Why would they run so long in those old timey Monopoly cars? It's like, yeah. I don't get it. This car hasn't given me trouble in the last six hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because what the uh, the roads weren't as built, we didn't have as many highways as we did. And, oh. um, and the idea you know, of was shock just, absorbers was yeah. a was a distant yeah, future dream. So, yeah, it was basically the um, in those types of cars, like the ones what we have now, the uh, the distance between the engine and the and the uh, compartment where everybody else was in was like wafer thin. So I can't like, imagine the, the tires were that great either. No, that's the kind of car no. I just want. I would just want to see crash and, and have Peter Griffin say, "Ow, my pride." <laughs> When you park your car in the garage, is it say, is it in yet? <laughs> but yeah, Monopoly car. And the car yeah. crashes, just hear Peter Griffin go, Ah! Oh, God! Ah. <laughs> uh, Don escapes from his friends and jumps into a passing car uh, from the fans where he's torn up a little bit, but driven by Kathy Selden. Uh, she drops him off. freaks out because yeah. she thinks he's... Rightfully so. Right, who just... just- Jumped into her car. Yeah. yeah, I don't blame her. No. Rightfully so, but uh, she drops him off, but not uh, not before claiming to be a stage actress. What and sneers at his undignified accomplishments as a movie star. <laughs> all you do is talk and move and do this all these motions. We have to speak and see, but he does have a good back and forth here. So I'm like, okay, like kind of a shadow of things to come. Yeah, like, it's very much a uh, uh, he's flirting with her. You know, doing the sort arm of. around. Yeah. Well, he's doing the yeah. whole arm around, getting yeah. a little too close, and she's oh, like, "Bro, what the fuck? Yeah. Are you, uh, what do you? What do you think? I'm going to attack you? Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. On her neck. <laughs> yeah, well, you know who I am. Just, it's like, still, bro. Yeah. Uh, you just yeah. met her. You yeah. got her name, and then suddenly you're putting moves on her, and she's like, uh, "Excuse me." Yeah. But she does. Uh, I forgot what she says. That kind of gets to him later on. Yeah. It's basically you're not really an actor. Yeah. It's it's more of a I'm I'm an actress because I'm on stage and I'm talking and I'm I'm having to basically prove myself in front of people. You're on you're basically on screen but yeah. you're not doing anything save for, you know, moving on a picture but you're not doing anything oh, you're, else you're beyond that. Your shadows on a screen. Yeah. Oh, that's adorable. Considering how the future goes, now it's like the opposite. Yeah, right. right. They're they're more of the same sooner or later. But they're at an after party at the head of Don's studio, Monumental Pictures, talking to R.F. Simpson. I really, really, really <laughs> want a Simpsons parody of this. Oh, did anybody else? Uh, I just I'd to, not to cut you off. No, 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 no. Yeah. But uh, did anybody else notice Maleficent? Yes. <laughs> yes, I love the sp- the spider web backdrop. Yeah, because yeah. the minute I saw her, I was like, "Oh, uh, what?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, then, and then later, like you get Lena dressing like Cruella Deville, right? Yeah. I was like, "When did Disney show up here?" And yeah. there's somebody else who looks like Carol Burnett. Yeah, yes, she did. Yeah. <laughs> and then I start thinking of Carol Burnett doing her uh, uh, Norma Desmond thing. <laughs> I was just like, uh, where, where, what, yeah. how did we get here? Yeah. <laughs> things just remind me of other things. Oh, it does mindfuck you. Yes, it does. Yeah, it, it, it does mindfuck you. But speaking of a weird mindfuck is when there's a showing of a, a short demonstration of what a talking <laughs> picture is. Yes, so is that talking? talking? 
This is talking. I'm, I'm talking, talking, and you notice that my voice is on a record, and you can see my teeth. Oh, oh, look like, at my oh. horrifying teeth. Yeah. Like some kind of horrible cross between Walt Disney and Vincent Price. Yes. yes. With mis- applied lipstick. Yeah. Right. This is who I am. I thought this was going to be like, are you a vampire? What's yeah. happening here? <laughs> <laughs> just a, I feel like the movie just kind of has this uh, poking fun sarcasticness about it. Yes, it does. How so? I don't know, and I don't know if it was because my mind state was altered. Because a lot of times I'm watching this, and I'm thinking uh, conflicting things like, oh my god, that is so incisive. And clever. Yeah. And then the other half of my brain is like, I, this all feels very familiar. I've seen all of this stuff here and there. And then the other part of me is just like, but it, I don't know. No, it did feel like it was kind of modern. Modern and, and at the same time poking fun at, at making movies. But that can't be a modern thing. No. But it did kind of, it, it honestly did kind of feel like it was almost... Written to make fun of itself. Yeah. 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 It did. It, it, it almost so, felt like whoever who uh, who did now who did write this movie? Who, who was, was the screenwriter? Written by Adolph Green and Betty Comden. Okay. Yeah. Well, they they took a few liberties. Going well, you know what? I think they might have been a little bit bitter because I think they really did kind of go. You know what? We're gonna make fun of the whole entire like genre. We're gonna make fun of the fact that. well, I mean, we're gonna it's, make fun of actors. We're gonna make fun of screenwriters. We're gonna make fun of everybody. I mean, the whole, the whole movie is poking fun at Hollywood, but in yeah. like a, in a loving in way. in a loving kind, way, like the way Galaxy Quest was poking yeah. fun at Trekkies, but it's just like we're doing this because this is us. Yes, that's a really good way to describe it. Yeah, that's a that's a really good way to describe it. Is nobody's really nobody's like, being hurt. They're by it. they're not knocking anybody down no. with this. Yeah, but they're not being just, they're not being vicious, but yeah. they're like, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, you know, like we're all in on the joke here. We all can laugh at ourselves now. Yeah, you know, especially where monumental monument pictures was. Um, Monumental uh, was mon- supposed yeah. to be like universal, yeah. right? Right. I was yeah. thinking Paramount yeah. made me think of Mount Monumental Mountain. Could have been yeah. that. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Could have been that. Um, yeah, along those lines, but I mean, you know, Warner Brothers was, uh, which did produce the, um, when we'll get to it in a moment, the jazz singer. Um, it does produce a little different, uh, you know. The jazz uh, singer, which has been remade how many times? A lot. Yeah. A lot. Really? Yeah. 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 Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah. I hope they. <laughs> it's been remade. I want to say at least three times. <clears throat> yeah. I know yeah. once one remake is with Neil Diamond. Yeah. I know that much. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one I know. Of. Yeah, it's in yeah. seventy-two. Ah, oh, I think that's what I was. Thinking yeah, about. somewhere in the seventies. Yeah, and he got me on that. Oh my God. But so they're at the uh, after party here, and um, to. Where they're trying to figure out where they are and what's um what's going on and you know where you know who's the right party and what's going to happen with the future. Don't worry, we'll still keep doing what we're doing. And uh, R.F. Simpson wants uh, wants everybody to come around. Goes a really nice cake, and then Kathy pops out of the cake. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Well, doing, yeah, look at you doing the chorus line of "All I Do Is Dream of You" and Don's a little. Uh, Fears at Don's teasing. She throws the cake at him and accidentally so hits Lena in the face. Stage acting job. Yeah. 
three. It was made. Jessinger was remade three times. I know my shit. Oh my god. <laughs> see, well, now that I know where you live, I want to yeah. see how you do how yeah. you do your acting. Yeah. How well you do this, and of course she is on stage, but you can tell what she's trying to put in the character, still trying to do the dance, and still looking like what the fuck, like, like this is like still gotta pay, I still gotta do this job, and she's got that look on her face the whole time, like ah fuck, ah fuck, ah fuck. I gotta say though, uh, if your hairline is receding that badly, please abstain from the center part. (laughs) That makes his hairline all I can see is penis diagram. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, once you pointed that out from RF, I'm like, oh, my uh, God, I can't unsee like, it now. Yeah. Yeah. I know I've seen, like, I don't know what, old cartoons with weird hair like that, too. So it's like, yeah. then it's like, bam, penis diagram. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can see it, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Just a little... Because oh, uh, now I'm on the Jess she's, Singer. She's down, she's down a rabbit hole, fellas. Yes, sorry. No, uh, no, no. Jazz Singer was first came out in uh, 1927. Seven. Then the second rendition came out in 1952. And that came out with... Um, what was it? Peggy Lee. 1952. And Wasn't that the same year this one? Peggy this Lee yeah. and Danny Thomas. Huh. And, oh, okay. And then yeah. the third one came out in 1980 with Neil, Neil Diamond and Lucy Arnaz. I keep thinking you're about to say Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'd watch it. And um, also, um, remember that episode of The Simpsons with uh, Krusty and and his dad? Yes, that was a, apparently a parody of the Jazz, jazz Singer. singer. Yeah. Yep. And I mean, that's the, all. That's all I want yeah. to say about the Jazz Singer. That's, and the, that's it. yeah, the Jazz Singer just uh, was based on a play of the same title, mm-hmm. 1925, and adopted from a short story called The Day of Atonement. Although the original jazz, like a sci-fi, yeah, right, right, yeah, the yeah. day the Earth played jazz, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although the original, uh, the original jazz singer has some moments in it that are not quite good for today. No, no. no. So there were there were a couple of side side things that happened in this movie that I was a little like. Ooh. Yeah, like when they're walking through the set and it's like oh, the God. jungle theme and like it's clear everyone there is just wearing blackface. There's yeah. no actual yeah. like you know black actors and I'm just like ooh yeah, yeah. yeah. That goes, ooh. yeah. and there's like the dude with the big like tiki head and he's like hey Dave hey hey Barry how you doing yeah. let's go it's like okay yeah. that was funny but ooh yeah <laughs> we can't do that today yeah there's stuff that you can catch on them when you watch it in four HD or four K oh yeah. there's a poster for that movie later on in the yeah. background. Really tiny. Oh, really? Is there? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was like jungle yeah. something. Yeah. But you mean you catch, uh, yeah. I mean, you catch a lot more, and that's some of the stuff I don't think was meant to be seen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah or was really, uh, 1952 wasn't meant to be picked up by a camera. Like what? The stuff in the background, you know, where the, you know, the people in blackface or things that, you know, you can't, you're not supposed to Did catch. They even give a shit in the Probably not, but no. I mean, you're not supposed to, you know, it wasn't supposed to it be wasn't noticed as easy. It wasn't stuff that you were supposed to really, like, look yeah. I, I was just wondering if the musical number later on with the, 
striped, the orange and blue striped jackets. I'm like, it looks like electrical tape. Yeah, right. That'd be yeah. hilarious if it really was electrical tape. Yeah, I just, it probably I really, was if they were trying to save money. I just like the fact they were filming three separate movies on the same set. And yes. because they were silent movies, everyone could just like talk through shit. Yeah. And, and the dire- directors are just shouting every little direction mm. of yeah. Oh, I just love the fact that they were insulting each other throughout yeah. the entire scene, but I kept telling him, it's like, when it comes to making t- good TV or good movies, the fact that the two of them hated each other, yeah. at least in that particular scene, yeah. hate it's, can look a hell of a lot like love. Yeah. And that's... Well, yeah, because... Like, strong emotion. Strong emotion. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. Your, your eyes dilate the same way when you look at someone you hate as they do as they do when you look at someone you love. Yes, this is this is a pretty uh, clever uh, juxtaposition when when they're filming the Lena and um, and uh, yeah Lockwood. Yeah, yeah, they're they're filming the the, the Cavalier scene, so they're yeah. doing their romantic love scene. But then like, he's... you reptile. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that was one of those things that's like ah, the classic humor of opposite thing, yes. And then I'm like, is that just basic? I know it's basic humor, but it's classic for a reason. Yeah, because it works. Well, and I mentioned it to him. Um, It's why the X-Files for the first, like, few seasons worked so well is because the two main characters fucking hated each other. Yeah. Uh, I I never knew that. Yeah. David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson dis despised each other yep. for the first few seasons. The two of them, if you ask them right now, they don't remember it. They, yeah. they don't remember disliking huh. each other that much. Because they, they came huh. to like an understanding between the two of them over time, but for, like, for the first three seasons it the was three like... Three or four, they despised each other. Like, wow. David the company would, act, would like actively start going off on people because they found out that Jillian Anderson was making the same amount that he was. Or, uh, that, he not okay for the very it. first season, but mm. after that, because she she gained so much popularity, she won an Emmy, and he mm. didn't. Um, well, yeah. Well, all right, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so, yeah, I know a lot about David Spots because yeah. I was a huge fan. Yeah. Yeah. She did won an Emmy, and he song? didn't. David Duchovny, Why Don't You Love Me? No, I, I did I not. Love me. Really? <laughs> okay, I know why you had that. You knew that. Shut one. Up. <laughs> like she, she won an Emmy. He didn't. And oh, gee, I can't imagine why. Because whenever he's on screen, he just talks on. You know, talking on. Well, he wrote in his Red Shoe Diary later how much he hated it. So yeah. Red Shoe Diary came out before the X Files, sir. Uh, I, know. <laughs> I, I don't want to tell you why I know that, but I do. Like, he, I don't want to say why I know that either. He was but, on Twin Peaks before that as yeah. well, and but yeah. Anyway. Ah, <laughs> uh, the Saretha make him laugh scene. Uh, yeah, it's just, that's such a good scene, man. Uh, I want to play a video game with The Pratt Falls, the... Mirror's Edge, uh, except it's a 19... It's singing in the rain. Yeah, Mirror's Edge. Yeah. Hardcore bitches. Yeah, it's the Pratt Falls, <laughs> the man. people with two by four slamming him in the head oh, and getting back I, okay, up. Okay, okay. I said, in this particular scene, the first thing that happens that I noticed that I was like, dear God, I hope he's wearing a cup. Yeah. Uh, is when they pick him up. Yeah. Oh, with the two yeah, right, 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 yeah. I was like, oh, now I'm not a guy. Yeah. Okay, all my bits are internal, <laughs> but dear God, I was like, I seriously hope he was wearing a cup because I was like, yeah, that But he, he does lean back and right. I noticed, himself a I know, bit. Okay, you know, I like, did notice that, but he was still like, bro, God, uh... That had to at least hurt a little bit, yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh yeah, just to, to, 
But it is, he's propped up pretty slow, too. He should out for a date. Right? <laughs> no, no, no. He at should least. have taken that, that body with no head out for a date. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah. Well, yeah. Well, the two were uh, having a fist fight with, <laughs> yeah, I choose, with a headless mannequin. I choose to believe that that was a fist fight. <laughs> yeah. I choose to believe that. Yeah. That is, you could choose that, but then anyone was happening. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, uh, that, that mannequin got a little handsy. Yeah. <laughs> well, a fist fight. Then turn fun later. <laughs> yeah, but I love you. I hate you. I love you. I hate you. I had Let's get married. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, but then the, the back and forth and the run up the wall and through the wall, the whole. Oh, yeah. That shit was great. I was just like, damn near for, killed the man. <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting for a pie to go into his face. Somebody throw a somebody, pie. Yeah, somebody yeah. threw a cake, but it wasn't yep. a pie. Yeah. Like Jackie Chan or Bruce Lee run up a wall or something? Jackie Chan did. Oh, Jackie yeah. Chan's done it, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Imagine a martial arts movie with singing in the rain, the martial arts motion picture. <laughs> <laughs> See, the, the running singing up a wall. Singing in the rain, and... the martial arts motion picture musical. <laughs> yes! That would be Wait, a, there's a so martial arts musical. The, the Is running... there? Somewhere, yeah. I need to see this thing. Yeah. See, the running up a wall and yeah. landing behind the other guy is such a thing that it's like, it's, yes. it's got to be a trope. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, there's a Kung Fu Hustle, I that, think is what you're Oh, is that, yeah, yeah. that's sort of, is yeah. that a musical? It was, yeah. I've seen it a thousand yeah, times. Yeah, it was, I, I yeah. I wouldn't necessarily call it a full Yeah, musical. I think that's the one you're thinking of. Oh. Yeah. Was the, that the same it's one? It's like, of... I had two, pl- I had two, two options. I could dodge the fist, turn around and take him out, or I could take the blow full in the face and die. You're thinking of Kung Pao. Kung Pao, okay. Yeah. No, it's like, no, oh, uh, yeah. with Kung Fu Hustle yeah. is the one with the, the yeah. dancing, uh, axe. Yeah. Gang. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I just love the lights. Uh, like, damn, should have gone with it. Yeah. Uh, so there's the romantic scene they're filling. Lena reveals she's jealous of uh, the influence behind Kathy's loss of work and uh, subsequent disappearance. And on the studio, Cosmo finally finds Kathy quietly uh, working on another monumental picture called "Beautiful Girl." Yeah. That that Which, that's that one is a little bit weird for me. Yeah. I'm I'm watching that particular yeah. now. Granted, the song was okay. The the singer was yeah. an all right guy. Yeah. The the actual like fashion sense was a little weird. Yeah. It's um, like that's an awful lot of fringe going on yeah. right there. Well, it's the 20s. You that look makes at what sense. you can hide in those sleeves. Yeah, oh, what? I'm like, what oh, can you God. hide in those sleeves? I can see right through them. Yeah. I, Even I the just, things you can hide in those Oh, he said sleeves. Yeah. Oh, okay, <laughs> I was totally conf- at this moment I'm just like I don't know what's happening anymore. <laughs> Why do all these dresses look like weird vaginas? <laughs> that one's trimmed with hair. Why is the this one monkey fur part made me go, why? It's like, why is this one pink? Oh, God. <laughs> it's pink and trimmed with monkey uh, hair. That made me That's think... Some, this is wrong. Made me think of what the fuck is wrong with you or that that doesn't go there year-end segments. Uh. <laughs> what could you hide in those sleeves? Oh. That doesn't go there. <laughs> it's kept, not a purse. I just kept looking at all the fashion going, okay, I understand 20s fashion. I do. Mm. I get, I mm. like, some of 20s fashion I actually really what? like. Yes. I like it. It's not bad. I don't yeah. like monkey fur. I can't yeah. understand that part, you know? Yeah. What? No. Maybe it was a joke? Like, no. hey, here's a... No. no. What, monkey fur Let's was a real... See yes! my vest, see my vest, <laughs> real gorilla chest. <laughs> no, no, no. 
thought Lucky Fur was just like a joke. Like, no. ah, look at these silly things he's hauling. No, 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 no. No, it was no. meant to do that that you wore that you got attention when you walked around. Yeah. You know, like yeah. a Dalmatian coat. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. That makes more sense than yeah. like, I'm picturing like yeah. a chimpanzee doesn't look very soft and cuddly. Because well, yeah. it's not really a chimpanzee. They want, they want gorilla fur for a reason. Yeah. That, well, gorilla, have you ever seen like a... A gorilla, you want to hold like a kitten? No, they don't. But they see? want the Why fur on the body because it's it's soft. They can mm. soften that shit like rabbit and, oh. and everything else. You can soften it. It's, mm. it's easy to do. Oh. No, I gotta see my vest in my head. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Hey, it's catchy. <laughs> uh, so the. Um, I just want to quickly go over one scene. It's the song You Were Meant For Me, which is absolutely despised, that song. It's, it, you know, where Don and Kathy are talking, it's revealed that, you know, as we already knew already, Lena and Don were uh, put together, but it was more for the papers, that right. they had some sort of relationship, so that way they sell movies. Right, right. And Theirs was an in sync type of relationship. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but I see that and I'm like, all right, they had that fine. And then, you know, he doesn't like, this is a thing, like, he doesn't really know her. Okay, she's seen a lot more of his, They don't really know each other at all. It's yep. the I just met you and I love you I, trope. I, I, and this is crazy. To that. But it's in all of these movies yeah. from like 1969 and below. I, I, but You said I love you on the first date. Uh, yeah. It's from 1990-whatever yeah, and, and below. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know why you said thanks. What else was I supposed to say? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Go full yeah. Han Solo. You can do, a, you I know. do Han Solo and I know. That's yeah. fine, too. Yeah. I, I mean, know what that is. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, hell. I mean, hell, at our wedding, Joss didn't say I do. Yeah. I didn't. I she said, I, yeah, sure. I did. Yeah. <laughs> you said yeah, yeah, sure. At our wedding, and our relationship started with a, with some variation on the phrase "All right, asshole, you're on." <laughs> I tried to make you laugh because there was a caterpillar on the justice's notebook thingy. Oh yeah, but you wouldn't laugh. Mm. Look, I wanted to make look, you. It's a bug. Yeah. I was just damn it, Nick. <laughs> looking at it, yeah. I was hoping you know you know what I was. It was doing. yeah. Well, I've gotten better at that reading your mind since. That's not relationship <laughs> advice, but that's so funny. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, if your wife is trying to get your attention by looking at you and then looking somewhere else, it usually means, hey, asshole, look over there. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I got cake in your face, though. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> so the rival studio Warner Brothers has an enormous hit with the picture of the jazz singer. Mm -hmm. So RF decides he has no choice. The new picture of Lockwood and Lamont is now uh, going to be a talkie, the dueling cavalier. It's going to be a talkie because they already but... have a script. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be a talkie. But the problem is, Lena talks like. Be really like she's from New yeah. York, yeah. Yeah. like an oh, angry oh Brooklyn. God. It's like, can what are you, what's I, wrong I with my you, voice? Can, can I? Uh, yeah. 
I don't want to. I don't know. She sounds half the time. She sounds like Quinn Morgendorfer from yes! from Daria, and yeah. then oh my but God. sometimes she slips into like Harley Quinn, yeah. the yep. Brooklyn thing. Yeah. She does. So yeah. I started thinking, oh my God, what would this movie look like in my mind if I was blind? And just okay, we have Yakko Warner, which I think it's funny that they get a diction coach for both of them <laughs> oh. when you obviously know that he doesn't need it. No, he'll be fine. He's fine. Yeah. She needs it. But at the same time, I'm thinking in my head, okay, yeah. you should not do this movie with talking. Yeah. I don't care that you already have a script. I don't care if you're ready to try to you know, make it a talkie. You shouldn't do it. Because yeah. you know what she sounds like. She is not going to be able to do any sort of... Nice accent. You've you've heard her voice. It's, Don't that's do the this. Conflict. It's like I you have spoken it. to this woman. You know this you is going to go poorly. You know this is going to go poorly. Uh, it, With this type of if era and everything uh, else, this is not the good idea. And it's with the diction coach. Is the funniest line is was like, I can't stand him. I can't stand him. I can't stand him. <laughs> and I, you know, round tones, round tones. Yeah, I everything's can't like, stand him. She's I can't going, stand him. She's going like full annoying Fran Drescher. Like yeah, yeah, well, yeah, it's Fran Drescher with the dial and the radio turned all the way up and broken off. Yep, uh. turned up to eleven and then yeah. it kicked it and then it kicked the stereo. Yeah, and I had to go through diction coaching. When I was younger. My brother did too. Yeah, where I had to do it because of various health issues. I won't derail the conversation to get into that, but through, um, also with the time of recording this, it's the 30th anniversary of Chris Cross's first album. Oh, really? So, like, <laughs> Chris? Yeah. So, like, I listened to that and I thought that's how grown kids talk, so I started talking faster and it drove my dad fucking nuts. Oh, God. Make so, he paid for more speech therapy. Oh, God. You know, and then it turned from that to okay. the... <laughs> you had that problem? See, but yeah. Then he, but then you didn't bus. have your. Yeah. You didn't have an older sister like me. Yeah. Who talked for you? I did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but your sister is way older than you. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. two years older than my brother. Mm. So what mm -hmm. I used to do was mm. completely talk for Christopher. I got you. So I got Chris you. Yeah. didn't have to talk. Yeah. I talked for him. Yeah. So Christopher had to go to speech therapy because he had to learn to talk. Oh, geez. All right. Yeah. That's, that's different. Because okay. I, I had to speak. I spoke yeah. for Christopher yeah. all the time. Yeah. My, my sister had to do uh, speech therapy. She had she she would, like, transpose Y's and L's oh, for yeah. whatever reason. Yeah. Mommy, mommy. Yeah. I, a got a, I got a big fire fuck for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a, a what? <laughs> he couldn't say. He couldn't do T's. Yeah. My brother. I think I would train. I would change I's to L's. <laughs> yep. So I would drive my grandmother nuts by calling a piano a plano. Oh, that's cute. I'm like, no, like, oh, the plano plays very well. I think it's really good. That's so cute. Yeah. Like, <laughs> my sister would transpose Y's and L's. So like, she would say like on our old answering machine, she was like, leave a message and we'll get back to Lou. And everyone who left a message would be like, who's Lou? Anyway. <laughs> That's adorable, though. Yeah, that is nice. Yeah, there's the Moses supposes scene. Oh, God, yes. 
Okay. This no, poor guy. My, That's my only th- I had two thoughts on this. It's to me, this is almost like I want to see Beavis and Butthead watching this. Yes. <laughs> and where did this guy go? Right. It's like he, at the end of it, he gives up. Yes. And it's just like okay, they start throwing shit on him. It's like. <laughs> And when did they coordinate when to do this? Well, okay, Every Tuesday. The, did you see the flyers? Yeah. Here's the deal. They start doing their vaudeville act for this Yeah, guy. right. Like, yeah. Like, at first they're like, okay. They came he's equipped doing, with their tap shoes. He's yeah. Doing, they, yeah he, they're both already wearing yeah. their tap shoes. So it's yeah. like, okay, we're just going to go practice our vaudeville yeah. after this. That's fine. Yeah. But, like, what's... <laughs> Once he walks in and starts doing the thing, he's like, yeah, just keep going. This is great. And then they start doing their act. At first, he's like, okay, this is kind of fun. And then they start tormenting him. Then then they start physically abusing this man. (laughs) Flinging him from chair to chair. And at one point, I swore Cosmo was going to give him a lap dance. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just watching like, well, this movie took a turn. Okay. But what I think happened here is like, okay, Don Lockwood does not need this. No, no. So he talks with Cosmos and hey, show up and let's fuck with this guy right. because I really don't need this. Right, this is just <laughs> wasting my time. Yeah, I really don't need this and let's do this. But how it ends with the Fonzie A at the very end, and I'm like, I'm like, okay, that's. But they're th- when they're throwing stuff so coordinatedly well that he just the the, the diction teacher disappears. I don't know. I'm like, where, where did he just like how? No, so it just it just struck me. You know, the the probably the only reason that he had to go to the diction classes was because was because Lena was probably going to have a fit if he didn't. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. It's like yeah. just just humor her. Yeah, you just do this. Okay, let's let's go around. Let's have some fun with this one and just really like. So the Dueling Cavaliers uh, is and, premiered, oof, oh. but it's a disaster because okay, the from <laughs> yeah. okay from, yeah. from people who have worked with audio before, yeah. like specifically editing stuff. So essentially, this end yeah. of the table, yeah. Nick and I sit over here quietly. This was <laughs> the most fucking hilarious shit I've ever seen. It was like, I know how this works. Yeah. Did, point at the microphone, yeah. woman. Let's go. Come on. Okay, yeah, One of the funniest uh, fucking things. It's in, like we've got Doppler effect going on. One of the funniest things, the though, pearls, of like, here this is, particular part is uh, when they're actually... See? Totally work. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the, the funniest scenes in this particular section of the movie, though, yeah. is when they're trying to record Cord, yeah. and and she uh, just and she doesn't. She keeps moving her head. This is my favorite scene out of this yep. whole movie. And um, the yeah. uh, the the director the direc- is going crazy. The director's going nuts. And then the owner walks in and yeah. is like, "What's this cable? Why is this cable and here? It's dangerous." Her and her yoinks her, and she fucking flies off the, the, the thing. <laughs> the, the this is something. That any CEO would do, yeah. specifically where I work, yeah. like, they, because they, they, I don't know what this does, so it can't yeah. possibly be important. My CEO would do something like this because my CEO works for the company. He works in my building, yeah. so if he saw something like this, he would do something yeah. like this. Yeah. Trust me when I say he How would do dare this. You? Why is this he here? Like, wow. What's this cord? Why is this here? And yank it. 
He did this recently. <laughs> yep. That, I was telling the story is that right why, before we yeah, went on air. That's why you had to IT all week? Yeah. I had to IT all week. Yeah. Yeah, it's what just had to get a little off her chest out in the universe here. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, so when I saw this, I was like, motherfucker. God damn it, Chris. You did exactly <laughs> what I had to do all week. <laughs> so... It was very, very, very accurate. (laughs) The best line out of all this is where the director's telling Lena, The microphone is in the bush! (laughs) Talk talk the the microphone into the bush! I can't make love to a plant! (laughs) 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 Dendrophiliacs will disagree. Into the bush! And the also the 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 running by the microphone. I love you. I love you. Yeah, yeah that's straight up some Doppler effect going uh, on there. It's like let's play with stereo uh, effects. The the all of it. The uh, in. I'm gonna bring back a bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna bring back a bizarre memory. Kaz may not remember this, but I remembered when we did our play Division by Zero. In college, one of the rehearsals, I had to wire the microphone, and we had one of the characters named Ginger. The uh, The costume was uh, painted, it was like pantyhose yes. and stuff. It was all over the, all over the actor's face. Yep. Okay. And the only way to get the audio was I had to wire his microphone so it was hanging next to his nose. Okay. But we heard every time he took a large breath. Yeah. Ah! So he just came out and he's like, hey, hi guys, how are you? <laughs> how are you? I'm like, Eric, hold on. Even Chino's like, yeah. fuck that. You know, I'm like, Eric, hold so on, right. cut. No, I went on stage. I just rewired and ripped the whole thing out, trying not to rip the whole, like, the very delicate costume that Kaz created. Yeah. You know, and spent a long time painting and reconstructing it. Yeah. And then fixing it, and then we rewired it, and then I rewired it up his chest and hung onto his neck. Yeah. And then we heard his heartbeat. Oh, my God, and that's the, exactly... And the yeah. heartbeat thing, the fun, there's <laughs> yeah. actually a story behind that in, in this movie yeah. as well. Because at one point during one of the dance numbers, they had... Um, yeah. I can't even remember her name. Debbie Reynolds. De- Debbie Reynolds was wired up with a mic like in like her around around her chest in her costume. And during the the song and dance, they could hear her heartbeat yeah. because it was you know her heartbeat was yeah. was was racing the, from yeah. moving around. It's the, yeah ah, but it's just that that within the scene where what we did this? that. Dun, it just reminded me of that where it's like, okay, we put the put the microphone in her dress and then sew up a little flower, flower thing and in the dress. You can't see the microphone, but all you hear is her heartbeat. Then it's on her shoulder. She's not talking into this. I'm and like, she keeps okay. looking back and forth because like, that's how you do acting. Beautiful. The silent era. Oh, it's so That's why I kept funny. saying, hang it from the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Get a boom mic, like, damn it. Yeah, what about the other uh, sets? Did yeah. they manage? Because remember earlier when they're all next to each other because it's silent, the matter? Well, I mean, that's where the closed off set started. But this is yeah. actually where through trial and error. It's the like they, where they were starting to figure yeah. it out. And I just looked yeah. during the screening of it, like all of the, all the yeah. like voices are like really quiet. You just hear the. Yeah. Of everyone walking, and you just hear, "Oh, it's the pearls." Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and it's like and he, and he drops his cane. 
<laughs> I love that. It's like, oh, oh, God. I, yeah. Big feels. Big feels. Yeah. And then the voices start mismatching. Yep. Oh, yes, that, that no, is Yes, her. no, yes, no. Yes, yes, yes. What would have been amazing is if this plot turned into, like, um the making of the room kind of thing. Like, they didn't mean to make it a comedy, but then they made it. But no, they didn't. I just remember years ago when I was recording uh, promos for the radio station I had a show at. It's like, it's not promos for your show specifically it's like you know um psas and stuff and they yeah. had each of the djs yeah. like record different ones to use to not climb in a dryer yeah. stuff like that because that's <laughs> no good but every time like anyone who's done any kind of voice work at all knows you don't get it right the first time the second time or even the ninth time yeah. you, gotta, unless, you gotta keep trying unless the can- the uh, recording thingy isn't on yeah. Right. Yeah. If, they, if if you forgot to turn your mic on, it's fucking perfect, and you'll <laughs> never get it that good again. Yeah. But there were so many outtakes. Just remembers a couple of them. Like I remember doing one thing, talking about something very serious. It's like a Make a Wish PSA, and I belched right in the middle of <laughs> yeah. it. And I kept that, and I did so many audio changes to it. It's just like I did. The, I did these super slow mo reverb, and it was like sound bouncing off of. It itself and I'm like I'm like I'm a grown up sadly that was like three computers ago yeah. I don't think I've got that audio no. but the, oh. the one last note on this scene this is where I thought of you two with the Robin Hood men in tights review <laughs> and they were sharing the microphone. I knew sharing the microphone and then balancing the audio. Where you're like, Jaws would say something incredibly poignant. However, it was like really super soft. Yep. yep. And then you know, they'd say something really kind of weird, really loud, and then just <laughs> yep. And then, yep, 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 yep. And then working with audio can be a yeah, nightmare, kids. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then Dan says something really poignant right at the same time. I'm like, oh shit. Which one do I keep? Oh God. Oh God. <laughs> and, and which one do I do? Yep. At the same time, and I hate to bring trauma onto this, but looking at that fucking naked photo we had to look at for a while. <laughs> oh, God, that fucking photo. Oh. Yeah. Like, well, it wasn't a photo. It was a painting, which is even same, worse. Was, His name was Eric, right? Yeah. yeah it's like, Jesus, Eric. Yeah. Yeah, which, which was really, yeah. I remember the first time where Kaz looked at it, it was like, Shit, I could have done way better. <laughs> it's god awful. It's like, yeah, just uh, Reader's, Reader's Digest version. The guy who ran the studio we started in yeah. had a uh, yeah, eclectic, an, an eclectic sense of eclectic. art. Yeah. And yeah. he had a, a painting of himself, bare ass naked, with yeah. basically a, a Yeti microphone where his crotch should be. It's just yeah. like, I mean. You call okay. it eclectic. Yeah. I call it narcissism. Yeah, yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No one likes that painting, and that painting eventually was the reason why we were not there anymore. Just keep looking. It's like, dude, why? Yeah. What yeah. the? Why the studio got moved? Yeah, the studio. They kicked out due to that because the owners of the building looked at it. And, what the fuck is that? It's like, like for yeah. why? Yeah, like are you? We doing don't know. It? It's yeah. like for narcissism. Yeah. It's like Joss and I knew a guy who used to have his own face on the hood of his car. I still know him. Yeah, I mean, we that's still kind do, of but he's not. Yeah. It's like, we still do, but he's not nearly as narcissistic as he used to be. Yeah. No. Well, not even no. close. And I guarantee, you know, there's a little small bit of narcissism where I like to hear my own voice in my own podcast. 
podcast. We're podcasters. Yeah. Of course. There's, there's, yeah. there's, a, there's a, at least a... There's, uh, a, there's a tad of it, yeah. yeah. You kind of have but, to be just a little bit to yeah. be a podcaster. I hear my own voice every day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. I have to record uh, every yeah. day. Yeah. This is not the only thing I record. It's yeah, unfortunate, no. but it's the truth. Spe- speaking of other recordings, as a, as a third thing that she records, we just got yeah. I watched what onto Anchor FM. So we're, our nice. first five episodes are actually up on like you can actually find them now. Awesome. And I was listening to them again. And I'm like, oh god, that's what I sound like. <laughs> it's okay. gonna take a while. Well, it's it's never do- gonna sound the same as like in your head though. No. Yeah. Like, no. That's what they say. No, it's gonna it's gonna take a while before you get used to it. Now that we're on uh, uh, whatever episode this is at this point, it's, like it's still two something. something or other. Yeah, we're well, we're over you know less than a year away from three hundred. Yeah. So I mean, it's still it's yes. Yeah. When we when we eventually record our next episode, I plan to have a joke in there about yeah. oh yeah, we missed a couple of weeks. It's fine. It's like and she'll be like, Dan. Yeah, it's two been years. it's been two years. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> and then cut into the theme music. <laughs> uh, so we have the good morning. Uh, this one, uh, uh, yeah. okay, I did some deep diving into this. Yeah, I was just like, I've heard that before. Was it yeah. a commercial for orange juice? Yeah, probably. Now this whole movie is what you call a jukebox movie. Yeah. So the the. Yeah, the jukebox movie. Frames. All these songs were written by uh, the art. The lyrics were written by a man named Arthur Freed, um, and this still you know has a whole bunch of them. The original was performed by Judy Garland and Mickey Rooney, and uh, was also done here, obviously in uh, in uh, with Debbie Reynolds. Uh, and uh, actually, well, Betty Noyce was the uh, was the original was the actual singer, but Debbie Reynolds did not sing. Uh, yeah, oh, it is getting incredibly meta here. But um, you know, the, with this was also a Tropicana orange juice commercial. So um, there were several others as well, but this was um, and also was. Um, if you anyone who's ever worked in restaurants, you know exactly what this is. The are the powdered orange juice in a can from Minute Maid. Mm. You know, where um that's where if you if you worked at a really shitty diner for a while where they have orange juice that seems to be absolutely endless but all taste the same. Yep. It's powdered or freeze dried powdered oranges in a can. Is that different from that yeah. disgusting orange drink shit that used to exist? It's very di- it's very different. Okay. It's very different, but it's it's, it's it's different from Tang. Yes, yeah, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, but I I had to make that where I worked at a crappy diner one summer in the high school, and I had to make that every day. Mm. And it was just one of those the powder you you'd open it up and the powder is there, and you had to put pour that in, and then pour the cold tap water in, and then this puff of smoke would come up and hit me in the fucking face Science. every fucking time, and it's just that's. That was also used in that as well. And then Tropicana won out as well. Um, the, the, so the point here we're at is Kathy and Cosmo and Don all coming together, trying to figure out what to do because if this gets released, they got six weeks. So there's stakes, but they said, you know what? Let's turn this into a musical called The Dancing Cavaliers. And then they end up dancing to Good Morning. And here's my thought on this particular scene, because I had to put realism into it and think too much. Mm-hmm. They establish it's 1.30 in the morning. Yep. 
His neighbors must be pissed. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, there's anyone here. You know, nothing to be finer than being in Louisiana. Will you shut the fuck up? <laughs> God damn it, freaking Christ. You know, you know, we've got to save our play. We've got to save our movie. I got work in the morning. And I'm picturing that commercial with the people who live underneath the clog. Dancers. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Clog. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then they realize when they get through it, they're like, oh, this is going to be great, but we have Lena. And this part made me laugh hysterically because they all realize visually, you see on their faces, they're all thinking, oh, shoot, oh, we got crap, Lena. we've got Lena. <laughs> yeah, we've got this problem. She can't sing, she can't sing, she can't act, she can't dance. She's we've got a triple, triple threat. threat. <laughs> <laughs> Would that be a triple safety? Yeah. A, a triple friendship? <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Uh, and then they realize they figure out what to do very quickly with Cosmo, where Kathy is singing uh, is singing "Good Morning," but she steps in front and sings. You know what's the difference? Yeah, Don. Yeah, why? What? what? What's going on? Uh, no, we'll dub Kathy over. Okay, no problem. We'll go ahead and see Red. We'll, we'll see RF in the morning and figure it out. And after hearing the pitch, don't, don't tell Lena. Yeah. So then, you know, they uh, he takes Kathy home, and we have the lovely singing in the rain uh, melody, where Gene Kelly does not understand how an umbrella works. Yeah, and he's doing yeah. the thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this take actually took six takes to do it, but Gene Kelly ADR'd this. He had a massive flute. Did he? For doing this, but he's standing under pipes and cold water is yeah. being poured on him. It is good acting. Yeah. It's good acting when you see it and you just like, how, why? So, like, and apparently the first time they tried to film this scene, it was like in the afternoon. Yeah. And all the neighbors had come home from work and turned on their sprinklers. So there was no water pressure. Oh. So the, the rain was just kind of going... <laughs> Damn. Out of the thing, so they had to try it again uh, while everybody was at work. So he was yeah. probably half awake and then getting blasted in cold water. And he had the flu. Yeah, and so the flu, yeah. That's called professionalism. Yeah. Even if he's a dick, yeah. he's still a professional. Yeah, and yeah, they're. But did they have to make it out that it was a crime to dance in the puddle? He's what? he's gonna get a ticket for yeah. for unregulated whimsy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sincerely, he's like, sir. It's the twenties. Okay, surrealism is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's the twenties. That cop should have just been. This is normal and walked away. <laughs> sir, this, this is this is completely and totally normal for the twenties and just a, walked away. This is this is a this is a public whimsy free zone. Yeah. Oh shit! This movie <laughs> takes place a hundred years ago. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. Can you imagine? Uh, yeah. Almost. Yeah. 27, yeah, so yeah. almost 100 years ago. Yeah. 95 years ago is when this movie should have taken place. Good Lord. Yeah, that really hey, sits. Hey, we're older than you. Don't feel, that, don't feel that bad. Yeah, yeah, that really, really hits it. Um, so Don and Cosmo pitched the idea to RF. Uh, and RF was like, ca- yes. Yeah, fine, we'll do that in another one. Great scene where, it's like, where uh, Cosmo gets... Cosmo gives him his own cigar. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Later on, wanting it back. Is this where it turns into another weird musical number? And I'm just like, this is a dying man's fever dream. What is happening? Not yet. No, not yet. Not yet. Not no, yet. But is, yes. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is what uh, this is RF going. Uh, 
Oh, Cosmo, yeah. uh, you're, you got a, uh, you yeah. get a promotion, yeah. and then Cosmo reminded me to give you a raise, and then Cosmo's like, give me a raise. Yeah. And RF, <laughs> RF yeah, give me a raise. Yeah. And, but, our, but Cosmo does something that I would do. Yeah. Because I would have done the exact same thing. Yeah. Ooh, ask for a raise right away? Immediately. Oh, yeah. Yes. That, that is yeah, something I, I have done. Yeah. So. <laughs> I did too. Yeah. Yeah. Remind I, me, give me a raise. Okay. Yeah. Give me a raise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was my boss in my day job uh, did that to me where she's like, we looked at my job description and I obviously do a lot more than the job description says. Mm. And it was the first of the month and she said, if you take the month and write everything, you know, down that you do. And there was six items on there. And I wrote everything I did, and I had 30 mm. listed on there. And she's like, well, at that point, at the end of the month, we'll have our end-of-the-month meeting, and we'll discuss anything else that we have to discuss and possible raises. I turned it into her in an hour. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, throw it. like, here, here you go. And she's like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, my God. She's like, you, you, really? She's like, this is all you've been doing, you know? Ended up with the raise actually retroactive one pay period. Wow, nice. You know, and it's just like you really like you okay. Like and her little her little like I think I gotta take time to present this somewhere and uh, I already talked to this her her boss as well. It's like, yeah, no, you're fine, you're good, we're gonna take care of that. <laughs> um so RF approves everything, blah blah. The um it was told not to tell Lena, don't even real don't even let her know that Kathy's even on the lot. You don't let her know after, but Lena learns the truth on this and parts in a dubbing session. Yeah, yeah. So, why are more people named Zelda? I don't know. That's such a wonderful name. It is. That's really just a wonderful name. Hell, my own name is a four-letter word. Hell, (laughs) you know. So, oh, but you know, Don and Kathy are in love. They want to get married, but RF tends to get you know wants to give Kathy a screen credit. And begin a big publicity buildup, and Lena threatens to sue because because she can, yeah, because she can, and it goes into the contract and try, yeah, you know, the cynical honestly, part of it too. Lena isn't stupid. No, she's not. No, she, she says makes, that several yeah. times. Yeah, she's like I'm not stupid, stupid you know? now. Yeah, and that's the thing is she's not. She's yeah. just uh, yeah, evil, but yeah. not stupid. But she finds the uh, in the contract that holds the studio responsible for positive media coverage, mm-hmm. and that is interesting. Yeah, that I'm like that's really interesting. It's here, like someone didn't think that yeah. part of the contract yeah. through. Yeah, I and mean, even RF's gonna be like, oh damn. Like, oh, yeah. Ah, uh, damn it. Yeah. All right. I could sue you. Yeah, you could sue me for the whole studio, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's how she comes up with the plan. Yeah. I'm gonna just have Kathy follow me around and do. My yeah. voice for me yeah. for the next five years because yeah. they offered Kathy a contract for five years. Yeah, yeah. So there's the premiere of the day, Dancing Cavaliers, a tremendous success. Audience clamor for Lena, and backstage they're starting to divvy up a little bit. It's okay, this is going to work. Or we're actually through, but we, the Don learns what's going on, and uh, you know, where Kathy's just going to be railed to the regaled to the background. I want to bring something up about contracts, though, yeah. when it comes to this particular scene and, and yeah. about contracts yeah. in this particular area of Hollywood, yeah. an era of Hollywood. It wasn't 
that surprising that this was written into her contract like yeah. this. Um, during the golden age of Hollywood and this particular age of Hollywood, uh, a lot of actors were um, given contracts similar to this. Yeah. Um, when they when he said, for example, that they gave uh, Kathy a contract for five years. Yeah. It was probably also written into her contract that she had X amount of movies to do with the studio. Right. Um, Lena was probably also given X amount of movies to do with the contract. If she still had the contract, they probably already did the amount of movies she was supposed to do. Um, so she probably had already run out her contract for the amount of movies, but she probably still had a few years left on her contract that she could work with them. Sounds right. Um, so, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. she probably still had a year or two left on her contract, but she had probably already done the amount of movies she was supposed to. Probably, yeah. Yeah. So, she, yeah. they could actually run her contract out and have her not make any more movies with them. Which they were fully in the right to do so. Yeah. So, One they year. could they could probably not offer her another role. Yeah. And just let her live out her yeah. contract without actually giving her any more scripts. Yeah. That's yeah. that's the truth. Yeah, well, um, you know, at the time when the studios really, really owned and controlled everything, right? And since this is nineteen twenty-seven, that didn't really stop for another twenty-five years or right? so. It's true. Yeah. Um, and she would have been stuck. Yeah. Because she couldn't make another movie with right. another. Uh, yeah. Unless she got permission from the studio. Yeah, which is what we talked about last week with Ingrid Bergman and Casablanca. For her to do a Warner Brothers movie was like an act of God. Yeah. They had yeah. to do a lot of talking and dealing yeah. and we, uh, wheelie and dealing. And, yeah, they uh, really almost didn't happen. Yeah. They, they, um, and that was, that happened a lot. Yeah. Um, I remember reading about Cary Grant, for example. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, a lot of his contracts didn't have years involved. It had number of movies. Right. Um, there was a reason for that. Yeah. Because he didn't want to get tied down. Right. Um, so he would make X amount of movies um, specifically for that, which is why, especially in his heyday, yeah. um, a lot of his movies flopped. Right. Um, because if the screen and the writing was bad, yeah. he would make, he'd push out his movies if he wanted to get out of whatever uh, contract he was in. Yeah, and that's where the it, the power went from. Then the actors' union and SAG really started, and after us started to pick up. Yep, um, and really started to take power from the studios. And he was the one that was known to bounce around quite a bit. Yep, and even you know even Jimmy Stewart was the same way too. Yep, but um, Stewart was had a yeah. lot more sway. Yeah. Because he was the bigger actor. Well, because he had a lot more awards. Yeah. yeah, and a lot of his movies made a lot more money. Yeah, true, true. Yep. Yeah, so the Dancing Cavalier comes to be in the background. They're going to arrange it. So Don, Cosmo, and RF get the idea to have Kathy lip sync while Lena's in front of the crowd singing, singing in the rain. In A minor. Which is uh, A flat. I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, yeah. I will say like D minor is the yeah. is the key that you want everything to go like yeah. ho- like like. Horror movie. Terrifying yeah. is what it is. Yeah, it was like, I remember was it um, was it Wrecking Ball? In oh Beamer? my god, that's that's oh, terrifying. terrifying. If you want to YouTube that, go right ahead. Yeah. It's terrifying. Um, but yeah, uh, singing in the rain fast is a little odd. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is at the very beginning of the movie where you see that. Yeah, that's 
That's kind of creepy. Yeah. Well, when they were at the very beginning, they were doing Singing in the Rain quickly. I'm just like, hey, we're watching this at 1.5 times speed. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is odd. Yeah. It, it is really super odd. Um, and the uh, the razor with and one of the good parts where our Cosmo uh, knocking Kathy out of the way after they pulled up the after they pulled up the curtain to reveal that the crowd was going on that uh, that Lena's a fraud. Yep. And, and then Cosmo jumping in and then still in perfect sync. Yes. <laughs> yeah, really cheap. I loved that. Are you kidding? Kathy tries to run away, but Don proudly announces that she's the real star, and they start singing You're My Lucky Star. Yep. And there's a question that I have in this that I've never really been able to figure out because I tried to research this. Mm. The very end of it, there's the billboard, and that billboard, while it's not the same, is the same billboard in Back to the Future 2 where they hid the the DeLorean Mm. behind it. Okay. And they're the same place, but they have that billboard with Kathy and Don on there, so did they reshoot the entire movie again? Yeah, right? Or maybe it's a different movie? I think it's a different movie. Their version of it's a bit different, I guess. Or just what is the difference then? Because this is already out. Yeah. It's already out there. I think it's supposed to be a different movie. I think this is supposed to be, like, in the future. Yeah. I think oh, that's, that's true, because it does say the new film is singing yeah. in the rain. Yeah, I, okay. think, I think that's supposed to be in the future, and yeah. it's the, it's their their new life, because I think at that point they're already married. I think yeah. that's the way it's supposed to be, is like, it's, this is the future, they're together now, They're because he, he wanted to marry her, so I yeah. think they're already married, this is a, yeah. their, their time, is what yeah. they're supposed to do. This uh, is our time. Yeah. I think between the two, I'm starting to see a theme of what was going on in my grandma's head while she was watching these. Yeah. Yeah. Because I do see similarities, you know, where it's Elsa and uh, uh, Bogey, or, you know, where Inger Bergman and Bogey were, like, were them, and it was, you know, her and her husband and my grandfather, and I've started to see a similarity here mm-hmm. as well, or where they dropped in, and, you know, at some point we'll release the final interview of my grandma, and it's just... Um, we will release very soon as uh, we'll be re-releasing the uh, <laughs> the review of the movie she loved, but the table hated, mm-hmm. um, with Ocean's Eleven. Oh. Yeah, but her review of it oh. actually put it in an interesting it, that's great. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah, like, that, that's wonderful. Well, if she like, loved it, that's that's great. Like, congratulations! You can like what you like, but that movie was 18 years long. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, it had it gets a baby. longer yeah. every time we think about yeah, it. Yeah, graduated and might be legally ready to drink when it was done. Yeah, the movies, the, the movies never didn't actually end. It's still we're still watching it now. Yeah, <laughs> no. it's that meta. But her her instinct of it, I think, was pretty interesting and just of course that she does go into what songs sound like today to her, which and, is fine. Yeah, and reviews. Uh, refers to Beyonce Knowles as seance, which is still one of the fun. <laughs> <laughs> I just let it go. I just, I just let it go. It's like old people. Yeah, it's seance. Sure, seance. Great, sure. Yeah, okay, I'm just going to let that go. Like, Chino right now is looking at me like, what the fuck did you just say? Yeah, dude, what are don't you worry even about saying? It, don't worry. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> uh, so let's tell you a little bit about 4041 Media and we'll uh, come back with some fantasy casting. You will forever be seance to me. 
Hey everybody, thanks so much for listening. Movie Theater Time Machine is a part of the 4041 Media Group with podcasts like Sake Your Crime and Free Your Geek, which you can check out at 4041media.com. That's all squished together in one word, and the numbers are written as numbers. Now it's time to tell us what you think. If you got an opinion or wanted to know what's coming up next, find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching for Movie Theater Time Machine. Now our podcast will always be free. Free? To subscribe and share. But if you'd like to help us build a bigger, better podcast, not to mention our confidence, you can find merchandise designed by me, Kaz, at Zazzle. Or check out the Kaz Foxen's Animal Shop at Zazzle for cute animal gifts and pet supplies. Thanks so much, and back to the show. Okay, we're back, and just before uh, the break, I realized, oh man, we totally skipped the horrifying fever dream <laughs> musical sequence. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Broadway melody. It oh, it, it it, it, it takes joke, a little while. Yeah, the joke I made that made you laugh so hard, <laughs> harder than I can remember in a while. See, which which you know. The the Broadway melodies makes me understand where Manhattan melody melodies came from from Muppets Take Manhattan. Uh, the sets were very much similar. But anyway. But yeah, I mean, um, to me it looked like, oh my god, this looks like a dying man's fever dream. And then even at the end of the sequence, he's like floating at the camera. And I'm like, are you dead now? What is this? <laughs> it's like the well, that the is definitely end. the uh, the green screen looks lovely tonight because yeah. that's oh, definitely yeah. a green screen. Oh. With all the signs, I was just picturing from The Simpsons every time Homer walks out of the house yes. depressed and all the signs are coming in. Yes, yeah. very yeah. much so. Yeah. Do it for her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, the the thing that, that kind of hit me is, like, I kind of got, like, deep yeah. from he this did. just yeah. a bit. He did. Because, all right, what they're, like, the, the plan they're doing for the dancing duelist yeah. or whatever is it, whatever it is they're calling <laughs> Cavalier. it. It's Cavalier. Cavalier, yes. <laughs> There, it's basically a guy in modern day. It would is, be more sense for the dancing duels. It really would. <laughs> the guy, I, I, it's like the guy. I'm in the gonna get hung day, up on that for a second. Yeah. <laughs> the guy in the modern day is working in like theater or whatever, and like the plot line is he gets <laughs> hit with a sandbag <laughs> and goes into like the old movie kind yeah. of thing, and that's what happened. But while he's talking about the song and dance number to introduce the modern day section, all of that is surreal and cartoony and all of the sets are just like brashly drawn with yeah. the really garish colors and everything. And I'm just like, Orange I think it's, yeah. I think it's funny that the real world yeah. is the, like the real world of that movie is the weird, surreal, like wind machine with the, with the gauzy, that like uh, yeah. the gauzy. Okay. Gown cloth yeah. thing. The, the part I, you were like, like this the is the part amazing. I think is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I think that oh. part was right. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're about to destroy it. But no, 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 but the, no. The the her being like doing the ballet part. Yeah. yeah. With the the not so, the wind machine and everything, but the the her look there. Yeah. Not so much yeah. the yeah. the actual scene, but her yeah. look. Yeah. When she's doing the ballet dance. Yeah. And like the that I'm with part. You. Yeah. I think her look there is gorgeous. It's like so, like, in, and and in in the fiction yeah. of the movie we're watching and the move the movie that they're making yeah. is that the real world is weird and cartoony. And yeah. when he gets when he gets clobbered with a sandbag, yeah. and he goes into this dream sequence, the dream sequence is yeah. is the original duelist the, the the Cavalier movie where everything is kind of normal. And yes. I thought the juxtaposition Damn. of the real world being weird and the dream true. being oh. normal. I like. I'm like, 
I don't know exactly what this feeling is that I'm having, but yeah. it's a thing, and I'm like, huh. Yeah. That's kind of cool. I like that. Wow. So the gauze thing. She's in. Yes. She's dressed in white, and there's this. I just this big like gauzy cape thing mm-hmm. that is just because there's a fan somewhere turned on. It is constantly billowing upwards like a curling smoke mm-hmm. coming yep. out of her ass. And yep. I said, "It's the most beautiful right. fart I've yep. ever seen." Yep. <laughs> and then you just okay. No, stuff. all right. I got an even better one for you, okay? Because I got trivia here. All right. Oh, oh, yep. Before that, when you first meet her, when she's in the green. when she's in the green dress, yeah. and he's dancing with her, okay. The first thing you see about her are her legs, yeah. and, and it kind of like does the, a long like. Yeah. Like shot yeah. of her going and up she her does, body, like, the legs straight up. But I'm sitting there just like I need to sit up a little carefully. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> There's a a very detailed look on her crotch area. Yeah. Okay, they had to adjust that scene because the camera could pick up her pubic hair. <laughs> so. They had to go back and have her shave her area <laughs> and, and oh because reshoot. and reshoot because the cameras could see her pubic hair through her costume. That's what slips for. Shit. And then when they actually uh, got it all cleaned up, yeah. they said, I believe the line was that they. Uh, I believe we've got her crotch. We've got licked. her crotch uh, crotch section licked. <laughs> okay. and I'm just so thinking to myself, got, like, okay, I, it's yeah. like I, I see sure. your, your farting and I raise you pubic. Oh, okay. Well, you're the judge on that. <laughs> okay, I give it to both. <laughs> but it's I mean, all with the, the same. Okay, and this yeah. poor actress. Okay, yeah. she's a ballet dancer. Yeah. This is the first time that she had ever ever like, really worked really with, in worked heels. in yeah. heels. Oh, yeah. So that that dancing scene is the first time she actually had ever worn like proper shoes on camera. Shit. So and then. The dancing scene that she had done barefoot yeah. was actually a, a section that she was actually more comfortable with, mm-hmm. yeah. and the the quote unquote shoes <laughs> that they had put on her, yeah. um, that that those those they weren't actually shoes because she was barefoot, but those yeah. were like um, essentially like little pearl. Flats. They weren't even flats because yeah. she she still had bare feet. Right, they okay. were like wearing um, like jewelry on her feet. That and, that and uh, the the actress like Sid. Something I I can't remember. Cyd Cyd was her first like since something else something with a C. I can't remember it offhand. She had actually just had a baby. She too. just had a baby. They made her drop she, a ton of baby weight. Yep. To do that this entire scene. So it's just like this is some badassdom going on. Yeah. Here. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Damn. I yeah. Didn't know that. So yeah, props to this girl because yeah, she came in just to do a couple of dances for this particular scene, and she she rocked it. So yeah, it's the uh, Sid Sheris, I think is yes. the yes. one. Yeah. Is uh, how to pronounce her name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, one of the longest living ones here. She died in two thousand eight, so I'll uh, live okay. mostly everybody. And I will say, it was when Cass said it's the most beautiful fart ever, and all you see is just like <laughs> this beautiful <laughs> gown going, and that very end is just. Yeah. <laughs> Nice sound effect. <laughs> you have one of those that goes on longer than you expected, and you're just kind of looking at him like, uh, uh, ta da. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Well, supposedly there was one time where I started farting in my sleep and woke myself up. (laughs) And it was going on too long, and then I got scared. What was that? that? And it kept kept going. It kept going. I'm like, oh my god, I don't know. Ow. And I fell back asleep again. Welcome to Robin Williams in, uh, what, is it Goodwill Hunting? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So what you stayed here for, fantasy casting. Yes. Oh, there's a few, but... I already uh, spewed out most of my... Hey, this reminds me of this other thing. Just based entirely on the Singing in the Rain umbrella bit, I kind of want to replace Gene Kelly with With Tom Tom Holland. Holland. But in that outfit, like when he was doing the Rihanna thing, so he's wearing a corset the whole (laughs) time. He's wearing a corset. (laughs) If anybody... Have you guys seen him do the dance? No. uh, Oh, oh, we have something to show you after my... show you. It's a thing. It's it's an experience. Yes. I have something to show you. Tom Holland is my boy. Yes. All right. No. Uh, 17. 17. That's a hard no. Which is unfortunate because he could rock that shit. Absolutely. Uh, Yes. It's like, just seeing Tom Holland in in a corset, it's just like, I have uncomfortable feelings right now. I have thoughts. (laughs) I have many, many thoughts. I have many thoughts, and I'm not prepared to deal with some of them. (laughs) Uh, Awesome. Weird one, but taking uh, Gene Kelly out and p- replacing him with Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, he could do it. Yeah, well, the one he that really could, could do it. He could do it. I don't know. I don't know about all the crazy dances, but he can. He's got the voice to do yeah. it. Oh yeah, he does. Mm. Yeah, especially there was a short-lived thing. It was only one episode where he did a Variety Hour. Have yeah. you seen Sing? Uh, no. Watch yeah, Sing. He's in Sing. Yeah. He's in Sing. Yeah. Isn't he the? He's, he's the, the rat. He's the yeah. rat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a 30. Yeah, he does. Oh, hell yeah. So just the way that it's very cartoony and... Does it turn into a cartoon? Yeah, how it just gets Is there like, like a weird thing that should talk yeah. that talks? <laughs> like an animal or something? And at the very end, he just goes, eh, sweet. Yeah. That's how he said. Watch Sing. Yeah. yeah. All right, that was your awesome. <laughs> Netflix, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Sing is a better movie sweet. than, than you think be a it musical? Well, there's going to be a musical now. Fine. I'm in. Yeah. Just, I would also have, um, well, let's go just kind of a little further with that. Just have uh, uh, Lena Lamont and Tara put her, uh, take that actress out, put Alex Bornstein in. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thirty-five. Yes. Okay, it's yes. long you to do it. Fine. That worked. That would yeah, be fine. I'd be fine with this so far. Yeah. yeah. She's hysterical, so yeah. that would be great. <laughs> Uh, just the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can only see her in like from her role in like um, the Lizzie McGuire movie. What? Oh, oh. God. Have you, uh, it, have you I, ever seen the Lizzie McGuire no, movie? No, that no? was just uh, that was just outside of when I was interested in Disney. Okay, okay. no, yeah. I, I'm sorry. I never even watched Lizzie McGuire, but yeah. I've seen the Lizzie McGuire movie. Yeah, it, and it's worth yeah. it. Just for like her. Okay. <laughs> so. I, mean, I, I know of it. It's just with um, I mean, Alex Bornstein myself has always been one of my favorites. She's fantastic. Yeah, in general, uh, just the way that she will tell jokes and just get really gross with it. She's funny. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think she's one of those actresses slash comedians that I like. I know who she is, yeah. but like off the top of my head, I can't picture what she looks like because every time I hear her voice, I hear Lois. Yeah, <laughs> it's like she's, she she like she's great. 
she came online in my brain as Lois. Yeah. And that's I where will it not sticks. mention one of the things that she's been in because you hate it. Yeah. Fucking Gilmore Girls. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> God damn she that show to first, hell. She was in the first season. Nobody talks that fast. <laughs> but she's also in another uh, Amy Palladino uh, thing because she's in the Fabulous Miss Maisel. Uh, yeah. She's a main character in the Fabulous Miss Maisel. Now, yeah, I hate to say, good, Fabulous yeah. Miss Maisel is supposed to be really good. It's apparently yeah. very, very but good. But it's from the same person who did Gilmore Girls, so I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs> Marvelous Miss Maisel. Marvelous yeah. Miss Maisel. Right. Sorry, not Fabulous. All right. Oh, she's so. Mantle? No. No, she's, no, an she's agent the agent. There, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. All right. So, any others? Um. Uh, none that I can. I none that I can think of off the top of my head. Like I. I, kinda... I actually did have one for Cosmo, and then I completely spaced it. Uh, Kramer. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, but it was someone who could talk as fast as he could. Micro Machine Man. No. Oh. Shit, I... Okay, you said it to me. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. What if everyone was Oh god, Roger it's Smith? one of those. <laughs> you said it to me just before they got here. And now I can't remember it either. Oh, shit. Yeah. I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember who it was. That's good. It's gonna be 4.30 in the morning. She's gonna wake up and jack Damn! Yeah. This guy! <laughs> Alright, well, I, I had those others. I had another one for Cosmo as well, but I just, um, I was going to suggest Larry Fine, but we already talked about that. We did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, um, it just, that's still a very quick thing, so. Uh, maybe we'll do this as extras, but we will to- toss it to the fans as well. We want to yes. thank Dave yes. uh, as well. Dave, who has no social media of any kind, who had uh, also... I'm actually said, a jealous. Yeah, right. Who actually told me he sent the uh, thankful for sending the Simpsons ending of Casablanca, <laughs> uh, which is still that. really, really, really freaking funny. Where I, I would play the audio now, but it doesn't do justice without the visual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the end of it, where Ingrid Bergman uh, uh, parachutes out of the plane and lands on the onto the piano. That uh, um, uh, God, oh, who was um, Sam is playing? Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, at the airport, lands there. Hitler is in the piano for some <laughs> reason, and then the piano explodes, but everybody else is fine. <laughs> uh, oh, okay, it's, yeah, it's it's Hitler still really, really, yeah, uh, really, really good. Now, um, we're going to next week dive down a little further down the line. Um, a lot of these we've already done. Uh, but really sticking to ones that were really my grandmother's favorites, but I really could not resist a, uh, one that would really, that was an absolute flop at first, but really became a cult classic because of TV. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's Jimmy Stewart's It's a Wonderful Life. And we will also be talking about a lot of parodies that that is. That, oh, that, oh yeah. my God. Uh, including one of my favorites from Beavis and Butthead. Yep. Oh, my God. Clarence is trying to convince them how much better the world would yeah. be without them. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was excellent. And, um, and then we're, we're going to do after that is number 46. It happened one night with Clark Gable from 1934. One I haven't seen. Well, I have not either. 
I have not either, but that was one of hers. And we're ending it with number 63 from 1970, uh, 1972, Liza Minnelli's Cabaret. Super excited for that one because yeah. I have seen that one. Yeah, this is going to be a really good month to end, and uh, we'll see how we do. All right, so Grandma, I love you. Be good. Take care of yourself. Don't be too good. <laughs>